The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Lots of salty language on this episode. The return of Matt Sarah. Hi. Your pal Jim Norton. We have Henry Cejudo and Joseph Benavidez, uh, the coaches from this season, number 24 of The Ultimate Fighter. A really fun episode. And uh, we talk a lot about karate chopping and yes. taking guys down. Yes. And just besting your opponent. Yes. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Well, well, well. Look who decided. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, look what the cat brought in. No, I always know what the I'm cat back. brought in. I'm back. I'm fucking back, yes, man. You are. Oh man, we should. I should address what happened the other day. Yes. What? A, what I was what, worried about. What you. kind of professional am I? I know. Non-professional. I was worried about you. Oh, just... let me tell you, Jimmy. Wow, what a what a clusterfuck. I mean, if people aren't listening, they don't know what's. You going told on. me you were late because you were sitting on a fist. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a fist, sitting on a face, <laughs> face sitting. What? So uh, listen, listen. This is the thing. Let me let me explain what happened. Okay. You were missed. Um. Thank you. Thank you. I told you I'm going. To, I'm getting a new house. Thank goodness. I. I you know, I'm getting a new house. That's very, that's very exciting. And uh, awesome. I had to do the, um, what I have to do? I had to do the walkthrough. So I did, the, this is my day the other day for, for people listening. And if they don't know, people don't know what the hell we're talking about. I missed the last podcast. Yeah. I missed, I missed the last podcast, my last podcast. And I want to explain what happened because I really felt bad about it. You know, I, I'm not that guy. I, I mean, I, I know what happened, and, and Matt might not want to talk about the arrest at the glory hole, but I'm going to mention <laughs> it. The rest of that. I told you I will never put anything in, a, not even a finger in that glory oh, hole. Oh, no, you weren't putting anything through. You were on the other end. <laughs> I was on the other end. <laughs> yeah, yes. you're a good guy. <laughs> That's fucking great. But, um, okay, so on my day the other day, I uh, I went, I had to took the family, we did the walk through the house, and then I, I I knew we, our starting time was different the other day, and I know you addressed this a little bit, okay, and you even read my text, which I'm going to read again, because you read it like I'm like, I'm a half a, a pansy, and and, no. and I want to read it the, the way it came, because right. sometimes you read a text, it could come out different, it, it's not exactly, exactly the way it, it, it sounds when you're reading it, if that makes sense. So anyway, listen, I, I went to the, I went to the, uh, the walkthrough. Then I, I went to my school, dropped the family off. I got a good training in with my good buddy, Pete Drago Sell, and another one of my black belts, Jay Gersh. We got a good rolling in, man, strangling each other for like up to an hour. 
I oh, get to like the train. Well, no, no, it's not a, oh. <laughs> nothing weird. It's jujitsu, Jimmy. Yes. Anyway, so I get to the train. Now, this is the train I always get over in Huntington, right near my school, uh, SarahBJJ.com. So I get dropped off at the train at 4.05, Huntington to Penn Station. I made it five minutes to spare. One train gets on the tracks. It leaves. I go, is this the one to the, 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 the Penn Station? No. Okay, because it was there a little early. It leaves. Another one pulls in 4.05. I jump on. I texted you when I was on the platform, and I go, Jimmy, uh, let me know if there's any prelims, because we got to talk about the fights that the other fights sure. with Damian Meyer and them. I go, did you watch any of the prelims or any of the fights or whatever? I was trying to get on the same page with you because I watch fights on the, sure. on the train on the way in. And uh, long story short, even though I made it really long, I get on the train, and this is normal for me. I'll start to, it's like an hour, hour and change, and depending on what where, where I uh, grip well, the train. Why is it that far for you? In Huntington, it is. I wouldn't know. I've never been invited to the Sarah household. Oh, no, you're coming. Cookout. I told you, coming over for Christmas. I told I you that so. shit. I want a cookout. Let me know if you bring in a date, and we'll, we'll talk about that. I will. I, 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 be a I, special girl. I don't want to explain me. things to my kids too early. It could be weird. But listen to me. Let's Can we get back to the on yes. track? So I took, I this is what happens. I usually conk out and wake up in like Jamaica, Queens, and then I watch some more fight tape or whatever, and then I, you know, whatever. So it's normal for me to pass out. I put my headphones on. I started watching some fights. And next thing you know, dude, I'm t- it was a hot day the other day, man. I, I was sweating. I was working sure. out. So I passed out like I normally do. And also I hear Smithtown. Was now, that the now, next stop you, before the you, city? Just, just so you know, that's an hour in the other direction. So, I mean, I jumped on the... Hour? Listen, I've missed, <laughs> I've missed stops before, you know, whether I was at a, a night out in the city. Everybody's missed their stop and they got drunk, they fell asleep, whatever it is. But fuck, man, I, I, went, I went an hour in the other direction. So uh. I was cutting shit kind of close where I was getting the 405, I would get into Penn Station 515, and then I had 45 minutes to get over here, sure. which is plenty of time. More than enough. But... but not if I went an hour in the other direction. So then, then let me fast forward. So I, so I, this is what happens. I, 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 I get off at, at Stony Brook because they go. It's not going to make sense to get off here because you're going to have to wait or whatever, and you might as well wait another, get another stop, and you still got to wait like two hours for the next train. Oh no, I was, I was screwed. Oh wait, it wasn't going right back. Oh no, oh no, it wasn't like it's not like it's not like in the city. You miss a subway, you just jump oh, on the next that's one. Fucking blows. So as we, as I'm scrolling through my phone to see Jim Norton text. Okay, so you read my text. Well, it was, um, it, but it was it was a, it was a nice. Uh, it was a nice text. It was, it was I, very you know, funny. I, I try to be nice. If it was private. I wouldn't. How know. much did we really? How much am I? What, what's up, man? Just the same shit. Now, what am I reading here? I only read the part where you got where lost. The fuck is? I'm trying to catch up to. No, man, I really fucked up. Okay, this is what it was, hmm. and you read this. Sure. And we <laughs> sound so pathetic. No, 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 no. This is what I did. I want to call. I want to call in, and we could talk about it if you want. This is me explaining. When you said, "Can you make the podcast?" because you were in a meeting. Sure. So this is me explaining it to you. you. Go, no, man. I really fucked up. I want to call in, man, and we could talk about it if you want. Jumped on wrong train. Blada blada. Let me get to the. The guy took my ticket. First of all, the guy took my fucking ticket, Jimmy. You no, think he would take the ticket and say you're going the, the wrong way? Right. <laughs> fucking blaming somebody else. It's my fault, Jimmy. He, he should have told you. This is just me. I should just fucking just say I suck. But I did say I suck. I said, starting watching fights, passed out like I normally do. Woke up in Smithtown. I suck. You deserve better. That's what I said. But I say it like that. I don't go, I didn't say it like, 
Oh man, you deserve better, Jimmy. Oh yeah, I said it was like we. You, probably, you like said it. You said it like I was crying. Like, like Jimmy, you do, I said like, oh, dude, you, like, look at me. You deserve yeah. better. No, you do though. I know what you meant. You think Anthony Kumi is doing this to you? Yes, he would have. Get, he would passing out. Would Anthony pass out? Oh, yes, yeah, no, he would. Probably, you know, On the saying? air, he's falling asleep. That guy's awesome. But no, the, the but, thing uh, is, this I can't. You can't read your buddy's text in I real know. context. But I did say you, that you do deserve. You deserve better than that. Yeah, but if, if, if I say it like that, like just a buddy saying to a buddy, I don't, that's not good. But if I say it like we're How'd breaking you say up, it? I do deserve better. It, I, it seemed like it seemed like you were. You were it seemed like I was really just no. I was upset though. I'm not that guy. But I but I knew I, it happens. That was it was fine. It, I guess it was it more funny your reaction to yeah, it. I than, guess it does. Have you hanging out with Bobby De Niro and this yeah, and that. You got to leave early just to be stood up. But I had to leave early anyway though. Worst partner in history. No, I mean you know what it is with Bob. I said Bob, I got shit to do, and he sat there. He's like, okay, no, that's not <laughs> what happened. I was uh, it was time to leave, so I left. He was okay. Oh, the meeting man. ended anyway. Without me, there's no meeting. That's what I said as I walked out. Oh man! Well, I mean, that was my adventure the other day. It was fun. So I was out. So I ended up at Stony Brook. I go, what the? I got two hours. How to long kill. did you have to wait? Two hours. I had two hours. But dude, I have you know, I've been teaching on Long Island forever, man. So I'm like, yo, who do I know in Stony Brook? I go, oh fuck, Krishna, one of my black belts. This guy, Krishna, he's um, he lives out in Guam, man. He's out fucking. I go, dude, you're. I, go, I gave him a call. I go, you're. I go, I gave him a text. I go. Dude, you're, you're living in Stony Brook, right? And he goes, yeah. I go, hey, man, I'm at the trade station. Surprise visit. Let's get some dinner. So I went. I got some dinner with that guy. He Caught up. up a little bit. Yeah, he picked me up. How long did so, you have to wait there? Uh, we went. We got a nice got a nice steak. <laughs> Fucking went back. But it was an hour for me to go back to Huntington. Back, just to get back to Huntington, it was an hour. That stinks. Oh, no, that sucks, so you had to man. wait an hour and then go back yeah, an hour? I mean, it was cool because I caught up with my boy a little bit. We hung out and... Uh, you know, I got a nice fucking filet mignon <laughs> and fucking hung out. But I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. It was a bummer, man. I was psyched to, to hang out with you. When we, you got, we got a lot to talk about. When you sent me that text, that's why I was like, can you do the podcast? Because I was hoping that the podcast would be canceled. Because I was in that <laughs> meeting and it, it ran late. Oh, that and as I've spoken of, as um, Bobby, as I call him, uh, was a little late. So Bobby the meeting yeah, was, was late. Ooh. So the meeting was running late. So I was like, oh, would this be great if they canceled it? But if Matt wasn't there, I, I would have come anyway. Yeah, um, but I was like, I was hoping Chris would go, nah, no, you, no use. Do two tomorrow. I'm like, all right, I haven't called. I'm like, dude, what can I do? I was okay. And I was going to call in, but. We were going to have you call in, but then I, I wasn't yeah. sure if you were in transit or where no, you were. No, so I was listen. Like, fine. Yeah, that would have been a fucking circus anyway. But hey, listen, I, I listened. It worked out well. It would have been better with you. It's like I like doing those interviews yeah. and stuff with the Mickey, you. Mickey, Mickey, I'll tell you, Mickey he's a Gall, cool guy. Mickey Gall is saying everything correct when it comes to his fight with CM Punk. Yes, he is. He's saying, I mean, and what I like about Mickey Gall is that it, it, from even when he went to go fight Mike Jackson uh, in his in his UFC debut, right? He was like, "Look, man, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I got, I got to take out one guy. I got to take out one guy, and then I get CM Punk. Like, he had the right attitude for that fight. It's got one guy I got to beat up." And then I get to fight the CM Punk. One guy I got to beat up. He's like, I'm a bad motherfucker. And then when people say that, they say that, you know, tough guys don't got to say they're tough guys. You're right. You're absolutely right. I understand that. But it's something like I, when that guy says he's a bad motherfucker, I believe him. I seen him fight and, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's not like you have to go around acting like a bad motherfucker. It's not like I come in here and put Jimmy in a headlock and I fucking give Chris, the, the producer, a wedgie. I don't have to bad. Like, I, see, I know I'm a bad motherfucker. Is that, why is I bring this to me again? Well, it's just I don't your, know, but it's, experience. it's about confidence. It's, so the kid is confident. So, so my confidence is false. And I think people can sense, like if I'm with a guy and we're going to have like a confrontation, I'll say things like, you should back off now before I strike you with some karate chops. 
No, dude. Is that a bad way to back you, off a fight? Hey, you know what's funny? You know what was the most <laughs> realistic thing that I, I don't know why this just popped into my head, probably because he's your buddy, on the Louie show, oh, what an amazing scene is when he's out on a date with this girl, and they had a good date, and they're, and they're at a donut shop, and there's some wily like, teenage like jocks in there, and they were being out of control, and one of them, so he told the guys, could you keep it down, you know? And the guy comes over and just bitched him. And fucking threatened him, and then the fucking like basically saying that he was gonna kick his ass unless he apologized. And you remember this one? How, I never saw. This I don't is watch. Your buddy. And I, I love Louis. I don't watch. I don't watch what things a, I'm in, much less things. Dude, I'm not. what a fucking great episode! So Louis on his date with this girl, and these, these kids fuck with him. And this one kid who was great in this in this part was saying, "Ah, oh, you see my knuckles? They're still not healed up. I bashed this guy's face the other day, huh, Louis?" And he's and he's he's fucking with him, and he's like, "Listen, I, I'm really on the fence with between you know like bashing you and." And, you know, unless you apologize. So he made him apologize and he walks away. So the girl's like, listen, I'm not going to lie. That's a big turnoff. <laughs> he's oh, like, he's like, what no. do you want me to do? I'm 40. You want me to fight the kid? I, Oh, it was such a great. Um, she said that's a big turnoff. What a, oh, oh, yeah. It was such a. I, I like that show. That show's what the end. He did five seasons of that. It's a great show. Yeah. The moments I've seen were great. I don't know what, what season that was from, but I remember that scene like it was yesterday. And, he gave uh, me such funny things to say, the ones I did. He, he read me yeah. shit one before the season started. He goes, you're going to walk up to a girl. She doesn't speak English. Yeah. I'm on a date with her, and you're just going to say to her, like when you realize she doesn't speak English, my, my cock is seven feet long and it stinks. And he told me I get to say that to a girl who doesn't speak English. And I laughed for a week. Yeah, and thinking it stinks. Of how my cock is seven feet long and it stinks. It's, oh, fucking... it's one of my favorite things I've ever said. Was to that anybody. on an episode? It aired. Holy shit. He was dating how a foreign I... girl and I go to talk to her. How did I miss that? And uh, yeah, he gave me, he would give me some really fucking That's fucking lines. great, man. So I, lo- I love Louie. That is so great. But uh, I don't know. How I, I texted that creep to come on. I haven't heard back from him. Oh, yeah? He's, like, he's been overseas or he's in Ireland or wherever. Oh, he go yeah, he goes visit Ireland. I thought he, he was Mexican. Wasn't he Mexican? He is. Wasn't he Mexican? I guess he still is Mexican. I got people congratulate me now on my fucking house. I listen, man. That's nice. My lawyer. Why am I looking through my text? Can you okay. take my phone so I could fucking? I could talk and text. Uh, yeah, look I, at us. We could both do it. We could play Angry Birds and do this show. Do you still play that? Uh, that how no. is that a movie, by the way? Hey, do we have any movie uh, uh, talk about the Angry oh, Birds? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's time for the Movie Minute with Matt Sarah. Does it pass Matt's pee test? Jimmy? It's not regal enough. Jimmy, what do you think of that? Not regal enough. What do you mean regal? I came up with royalty, man. I came well, up with something on. special. Hold let's, on. Let's, I want to go to Twitter. I'm going to ask them what they think of what we just heard that Chris the producer played. And it's not a little... Is it too, is it too corny? Is it okay? Or this one. Matt's movie minute. I mean, listen, I'm going to put it to Twitter. I'm going to tell guys, listen, let me know what you think. And and, and um, I don't know if I'm getting all over the place. We still have to talk about the fights. Are we going to do that yes. later? Am I talking about a movie now? I, enjoy, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed watching the uh, the fights. All right. We're going to get to the movie. Thing I was rooting <laughs> and cheering. Do we have time? to? T- I just unplugged. I unplugged. I can hear you, buddy. Maybe it's just your headphones. We got a couple of minutes. Henry Cejudo is going to call in. Henry shortly. Cejudo. And we also have Joseph Benavidez. Both the uh, coaches for this, uh, the ultimate fight. What a fucking amazing did season you, this is going to be. Did you kick me on purpose? No, no, I did not. Oh, play. I thought maybe you're like, why no. you? Chris is coming over. I, I think yeah. I, I, I fixed it. 
No. They fixed it where I couldn't hear me. All right, so Henry's calling in soon. How uh, how great. They, they, what they're doing is, how many fighters? Is 16? Yeah. 16, and they're champions from other um, companies. They're all other, champions. Yeah, other organizations. All they're, of they're, them. They're on the, the, the lower leagues, but they, they, they're all champions. And let me tell you something. What a fucking fight. What a fucking fight I, we just saw. I mean, we watch it again here uh, on the on the first uh, uh, episode of The Ultimate Fighter. See, what season is this? Season uh, <laughs> 3,400. I don't know. What is 24. It? 24. Yeah, 24. Uh, tournament of Champions, they're calling it, no? And by the so way, all like- champions. And, and the winner, the winner gets to fight Demetrius can, can Johnson. Just, can we just talk about the guys that just fought here? Yeah, and they I'm were- going to fucking ask you their names because we saw Murano. Maru- Mar- no, Morale. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me guess. Say it. Oh, hold say on, it. let me just use my memory. Oh, fuck, is it right there? Hold on, God, uh, wait <laughs> a minute. Only, only yes. us. Alexandro, uh, Alexander Pantoja against oh. Brandon Moreno. That was the what first a, fight we watched. What a fucking great fight. That was a great I hate the, fight. I mean, I hope when they do that thing where they, well, did, they, did he get knocked out? He got choked out. Well, Brandon Moreno was good friends with, uh, who is it, Henry Cejudo? Yeah. And he's not on his team, yeah. so it was hard to watch him. But uh, I'll tell you, both guys, I mean, you're going to see both of these guys probably in that division anyway. I mean, if the, one of, I mean, one of them is going to move on. And, but, I mean, what a, what a great fight. What a... What 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 skill? What, what I mean? I mean the first round. I mean it would the, the whole thing was a UFC caliber fight. Sometimes you watch the Ultimate yeah, Fighter right. and you see guys a little green still and this and that. A little this hesitant, fight, right? This fight could have been on any card, and that was a fucking that was a great fight. Great fight by both guys. Well, Pantoja, you know? I thought dominated the first round, and uh, and Moreno, I, yes. who I thought really didn't have much left, really was great in the yeah. second round, he and then was, it ended in yeah. the. Uh, he the was, end of the second. He was stalking him, but the first round, yeah, the movement, the strikes, and it's it's looking one way, and, and but but uh, uh, who's the one? What, the guy who won? Give me Pantoja. Yeah, what a fucking what what patience and what what a skill set by both guys. I'm blown away. That fight was fucking awesome. It you, really was. And you know what I noticed and, when you watch these fights? Sorry, Matt. What's that? That you don't hear on, on regular UFC fights because you have Joe and Mike announcing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is you hear? The fucking strikes a oh, lot no. more. Well, like, let me tell oh, you, these are brutal. No, man. no, Jimmy. When I was like, I had a bunch of fights before I myself went on the Ultimate Fighter season four, and I remember, and I think I said this before on here, is that it just felt, it felt different, man. Like it was so quiet, and the first fight on my season was Rich Clemente versus Shoney Connor, and we heard that like it's just you heard the the impact of the strikes it felt like almost something illegal like it was like in yeah a, in like a, a deserted warehouse because only a few guys around and i remember my buddy dean thomas who's on uh dana white looking for a fight with me and he was on that where he was there with me on ultimate fighter four is where we really bonded so i remember watching that first fight and he's like man that was kind of scary <laughs> you know he's like so i mean that's it's just a different feel man you know and we have to plan me and you they're they're gonna take me on one Dana White's uh, looking oh. for a fight, and also um, um, I get to uh, pick where I want to go. Oh, by the way, before I forget, not What's to that? plug in the middle, oh, I'm shooting. My, I'm coming to Australia next week, so I'm gonna miss one at least one of the podcasts. I'll be in Melbourne and uh, Sydney, and I'm also taping my special October seventh. Things have been so good. I'm so fucking psyched, dude. Uh- now, you've never been to Australia. No, I'm looking forward really? to going. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going. Man, I mean, listen, the people there are so nice. It's going to trip you out. It trips you. It trips me out. Like, I went there for uh, when Raging Al fought over there, uh, Quinta, and um, it trips me out, man, with that accent and that people recognize you and stuff. It's just weird, man. You're on the other side of the planet, and people are like, oh, I can't do the accent. You know, oh, Matt Sarah. <laughs> How do you do an Australian accent? Oh. What do you say, shrimp on the barbie? I mean, what do you yeah. do? 
Oh, Matt Surra. Yeah, that that's was a it. great that's Australian kinda, accent. That very could, organic. That could, that could have been anything. Oh, there he is. It's Matt Surra. I couldn't believe it. When I get that, when I'm like, you know, in a different country or like I said, on the other side of the planet, it's like, holy shit, man. Former champion Matt Surra. No, that was that Scottish? No, that was, was the Australian. So like, I mean, is that you? good? <laughs> Australian was good, right? <laughs> Sounded perfect. Hey. But, um, uh, well, the people are so nice down there. Don't leave, listen, I'm going to fucking miss you. I don't know how many episodes I'm going to be miss, be not seeing you. One or it might be two. Oh, that sucks. But, you know, the only the, not good news, but yeah, I'm not handling, dude, I can't run this shit by you myself. Sure I'm bringing my buddy in here. I'm bringing Big Ray Longo in here. Yeah, and um, I got to tell, remind me to tell him, Chris. <laughs> I mean, to tell Longo. He doesn't even know, but I'm bringing that motherfucking big Italian in here and, uh, and he's probably going to sit in both those seats. Now, nah. he, lost, he lost a lot of weight. No, no, he's he's and he's a strong, powerful man. But uh, that guy's a, that guy's going to be my co-pilot, and he's going to be. I'm going to be hurting for sure, so, so people can listen to me fuck up and say, "When's Jimmy coming back?" Yeah, you'll be great, dude. Thank you, Jimmy. When? When do? You, what'd you think of? Uh, of oh, well, let's uh, talk about the fights. Are we talking about the fucking fights? Joe Lozon. Uh, Joe Lozon against uh, Jim Miller. I thought that was a great. great. I thought that was a fucking great fight. Yeah. Another great fight. Uh, Close. It could have. It was a close fight. I mean, Jimmy. Uh, you know, uh, Miller did the. You know, dominating with the stand up, and then there's the takedowns that you. Could, you don't know what you could put. How much you could put on those takedowns. He tried to heel hook him like immediately in the first. Man, round. I mean, you know what it is? They're both really slick on the floor, though. Man, I mean, they're both very well rounded. Uh, Joe Lazone lately with his hands looking better and better. I mean, especially after what he just did to Diego. That feels like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's back in there with Jim Miller. The one thing about both those guys is that you, and you hear this a lot, but this really just, just uh, is true with these guys is that they're never in a boring fight. No. And uh, I could watch those guys fight f- fucking two more times, five more times, whatever it is. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. Fight of decision the year was, in 2012. Decision, decision was close. But, yeah, uh, I was. I thought he deserved it though. Yeah, yeah. It definitely is nothing to complain about. You know, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, Jim Miller. Good for Jim Miller. I mean, I, and and I love Joe Lazone too. I like the, both those guys. Are just good guys, good camps, and uh, anytime they fight, I'm watching. Lozon uh, made Lozon made a, a timely takedowns too. Like oh, it yeah. seems like at the end of the round, he was putting yeah. him on his ass. Like he yeah, was ending the rounds dude. really strong. That, yeah, I mean, so I mean, if it went the other way, it would have been the worst thing. I mean, it was a close fight, but it, I, I, you know, it was it was probably the right decision. Lozon seemed a little bummed. I'm, you know, we listen, lost that face. Oh, yeah, dude, it's when you put that much into it and and, and you come up short, it's it's a it's, it's a definitely not a it's a rough time. What fight did you text me at? Because you texted me during the fight. Matt Smart, oh, he won't Paige. say uh, Paige it was Paige. Yeah, yeah was that was Paige. so good. It was Paige and. Uh, it's funny because I saw her doing that little fucking kick like she was Chun Li from Street Fighter, and fucking, and I'm like, I'm like, all right. I mean, the other girl, I'll tell you, you got to give some credit to a lot of credit to Beck. Well, listen, I have a, a lot of things to say about this fight. One, the corrections with Paige from her other fights, uh, she was more poised. She was very chill. She was staying on the outside. That's not really like her. She's usually a fucking nut. Like she's usually going after it. Like a, like right. you know what I mean. And it's it's it wasn't that she she was being very intelligent because Beck Beck Rawlings was stalking her down, and it looked like it was going to be a rough night. It looked like our oh, man this this girl's done her homework. She was sitting down on a punch and she was looking you know and the, and 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 Paige was coming in with that little funky kick that I wasn't really thinking much of. 
And then next thing you know, she opens up the next round and catches her. You know, she does a little right to the, a little jumping kick to the thigh with a boom to the, and it caught her right in the chin. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was fucking beautiful. It was very accurate, and uh, I did not see that fucking coming. You don't see as many direct kicks to the face like that. Though. No, that was beautiful, that man. Was that was really like nice one of those. Thing. That was almost like the uh, Machida versus uh, Randy Couture. I mean, it was one of those where it was just a beautiful boom, something out of a movie. And uh, and then she put her away, you know, which is, must be uh, devastating for Beck, who was really doing well. She was, but I, I thought the only time she got in at all was when Paige missed, and then she was kind of sneaking in there. But I didn't think she was uh, she was getting a lot done. She, she was stalking, and she was the punches were getting closer and closer, like breezing right. By, there was a couple of like, ooh, if that landed, right. you know what I mean. So yes, did she was she beating her up? No, and and, and first of all, Paige is tough anyway. It's not like she's going to get hit and just drop, but. Uh, it, it, she had a good game plan, and wow, I, that was that. That's when I texted you. I go, you, I, I'm like, you watching it? Like, I don't know if you're watching it or not, so I don't give any spoilers. I love that you don't. And I always love it. Like, if I'm doing a gig and yeah. I get a text, and like I know that you're Matt, working, you know, it's still cool to get. Cause I mean, like, I know there's good, a good fight. I'm gonna go home and yeah. watch. That makes me really yeah, happy. I get excited, and you and listen, I love it. Not to not to not that you care, but I only text my friends. Like, you see that? I'll text yeah, you. I'll text Longo. I'll text Pete Drago. Only the people I care about. Yeah, you. and guys, you know, want are interested. It's, yeah, man. I, I, I watched mean, the UFC fight recently. I watched the Connors fight. I watched the two or two with people. Not a lot were huge UFC fans. Yeah. It's weird to not watch with people who are really yeah. big fans. Nah, the people. Or to watch alone. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, I'm. I mean, I watch. You know, I usually have either my buddy Drago come over, or even I'm. Do I watch my kids know when this? I'm like, oh, this fight's on. We're ordering pizza and the kids get happy. And no, you have pizza? I, uh, he caught me. What a <laughs> fucking fat guy I am. I, I kind of, I don't know if you noticed. You I, since I got back from Dana, I, I swear I must have put on close to 10 pounds. I, I can't tell you. Well, I'm husky. I'm powerful. I'm still rolling. I just haven't been on my fucking elliptical. And you witnessed that. <laughs> Thing <laughs> of beauty. I got to get back. I got to get, I'm going to get back. You know what it is? I don't know when I'm back on the road again. And, uh, and, and so, so I, I get a little like ah, I got a little bit of time, so I get fucking laxed. I was eating. Uh, this is the bane of my existence: are pretzels. Mm. Everyone's tired of me talking about pretzels, but I was on the road eating pretzels? pretzels, just like little pretzel like fucking mm. rods or whatever. But I can't yeah. stop shoving those in my fucking yeah. stupid dick face. The pr- <laughs> the problem with the carbs is that they don't. They, you just could keep downing them. You know, and, and unless you get off them for a while and you switch to the protein and you're doing the right thing and then you have a little bit, you're like, oh, wow, I cheated and I had a fucking half a cheese doodle. Yeah. And then you're fucking, you're really doing good. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm getting back into my routine. I feel good today. I trained, I uh, got some good rolling in one of my brown belts, fucking big Glenn Lombardo. That guy's a monster. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm so lucky that I got all these training partners, all my students. That uh, seems fun just to go in there and roll it, dude. Time. I go in. There's a class going on. Uh, you know, one of my black belts, Dan Estrada. Dan, the, we call him Dan the Pool Guy. Everybody gets a nickname at my place because right. the guy used to work on pools. Now he's the black belt. He's the manager at my schools, and everybody calls him Pool Guy. <laughs> so the guy's name. And he got a black belt, so I try to switch it to Pool Master. But whatever, it's, didn't catch it, on. Wants, nah, nah, he's the, <laughs> he's the Pool Guy. You know, but anyway, that guy's doing a class. I come in, I, I get a few guys, I rip them out of class, and I just fucking, it's like I, and I fucking play with them. I roll with them. We have a good time, man. We fucking strangle each other. What'd you think of uh, Pettis, Pettis, Charles Oliveira? I thought that was a fucking, dude, I'm telling you, how about a great fucking card? Yeah, man? amazing. What a great fucking card. All good fights. The, I mean, Pettis, I'll tell you, man, back up against the wall. I believe he's coming off th- three off straight three. losses. 
And this guy in Oliver is no fucking joke. And he and you saw he tried to be very intelligent and say, look, man, I'm going to fucking out grapple him because he's a very good black belt. We're going to get back to these fights right after. Harry Sudo? Yes. Hi. Yes. Hi, Henry. He's there. How are you? Uh, pretty good, man. How are you guys doing? I'm a little tired, but okay. Um, that makes two of us, man. I'm freaking exhausted. What are you, what are you tired from? Uh, just doing this media stuff uh, out here with uh, Joseph Benavidez in the UFC, man. Just promoting the premiere tomorrow night. But now, is Joseph doing, are you guys doing interviews together, or are you just kind of doing it in the same vicinity? <laughs> no, we're doing it together, man. That's, that's, that's what kills me. <laughs> well, how, and well do you, how do you guys feel about each other? I mean, we can say we don't mind each other, but we really don't like each other. We can say we don't, uh, we're, we're competitors, man. At the end of the day, we got to fight. Well, that's good, then. That's good. You don't want to get too close because you're going to be taking each other's heads off at the end of this season. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, we saw uh, an early copy, and let me tell you something. What a great fight that, that opening fight was. We saw the first episode. and Okay. And, and what a good time, man. What a, what a, it looks like. I mean, these guys are studs. That first fight was amazing we were talking about. And that was a buddy of yours, no? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a, that must a have buddy been rough. of mine, a friend of mine. And uh, yeah, it's, this show was like, you know, whoever I decided to pick, well, it was all based on numbers. So number one was fight 16, and that's what happened. So the lowest ranked guy would would, would fight the highest ranked guy. And that's, that was, that's what happened in this situation. So we tried to work with strategy. Strategy backfired, and... Uh, you know, my training partner did not end up with me, and I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass a little bit. Sure. But, uh, you know, life, life goes on, man. It's, uh, it's unfortunate, um, but you saw the show. Yeah. Hey, were you, were you was, was it hard to coach against him? Yeah, I, I didn't coach against him. I, 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 didn't, I didn't tell the guy anything that uh, the person that he fought, I didn't tell him one, one thing. It was actually the first fight, so right. I probably couldn't teach him much anyways, but I, I just didn't corner him, kept my mouth shut. I was in the was in the bench, and that's all I did. But now, if you do that, now I, I would probably do the same thing as a friend. Are you not uh, kind of fulfilling your your thing as a as a coach by by kind of not giving him, uh, you know, by by it's, it's one thing if you get traded to another team, you still have to pitch very effectively against your old teammates. So are you not? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, man, I don't have a multi million dollar contract. Dude. I'm not. <laughs> You paid me hundreds of millions, and uh, <laughs> okay. it changes the game. So it, it's more of a, it was more of a personal thing. Yeah, I understand um, that. Man. Sure. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, my fighter understood the situation. He he actually respected me for that. So well, let me tell you, that. man. When I when I was coaching on that show, and these are guys that I just kind of met, but I got close with them. And when it came came time for my team to, to fight each other in the semifinals back at. Ultimate Fighter Six, man, I wouldn't jump in the corners. I said, "Fuck that, man!" I get you get attached to these guys, and then I'm going to be coaching one against the other. I'm, you know, it's and hard. then I remember the producers were like, "Come on, man, jump in, pick a side." I go, "No." Matt Hughes was going, "Ah, it's very unprofessional." I'm like, you know, fuck that. I'm with you, Henry. Now, why don't you? Uh, I wanted to know too. <laughs> Henry don't give a fuck. Henry's like, "Yeah, great. It's my third. <laughs> Come on, Henry. Henry, how many interviews you do today? Tell me." <laughs> Um, I, I did quite a bit. Well, let me tell you something, dude. Take a sip of take a sip of espresso. You're hanging with us now. I don't care who you were talking to earlier. We're having a good time. <laughs> See, I got him back. So, so now, what is it? What is it that you and Joseph don't like about each other? That, that's always interesting to me too. What it is? Because you know, fighters are always very competitive. But uh, didn't he make a comment that you thought was shitty and you didn't like? No, he just called me out, man. I think it's just people. This is and this is dude. I come from such a, a clean sport like wrestling, Olympic style wrestling. 
we never talk, we never talk stuff. What we do is we shake hands and we freaking wrestle with the best man. It's probably the same one in jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah, for sure. It's different, man. It's, it's, you know, the, the, the more you call somebody out, the more crap you talk, the cooler you become. And, uh, that's all, man. He yeah. just called me out and I wanted to fight him, uh, before I fought Demetrius. I wanted to get ready for a five round fight. So I, I, you know, I, I told him Mexico City that I wanted to fight him. And, uh, and then he'll, you know, he just decided to call me out on social media. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, man. Everybody knows you're such a stud wrestler. I mean, how how difficult was you to transition to the striking? I mean, some guys, right. like, listen, with the grapplers, like, I come from a jiu-jitsu background, so there's guys who are jiu-jitsu guys that make that transition easy because they're tough guys. There's other guys that are just straight-up grapplers. They don't like getting touched. They're pussies, and they're like, yo, man, I'm sticking to fucking just grappling. What? How was that transition for you? Was it with the sparring, uh, or did you start that earlier before you tried to get into actually, MMA? Actually, I did, man. I was actually a natural at boxing. I think my, uh -huh. first, uh, my first three weeks boxing put me in with the pro. And people thought I was boxing for, you know, for a few years. Like, uh -huh. when they saw me, and uh, I just knew I was good at it. I think uh, coming from my coming from my heritage, being being from being from coming from Mexican descent, it's uh, you know you're engraved to watch you know the greats like Oscar De La Hoya, Fernando Vargas, Julio César Chavez, these guys who have uh, who have made an impact in, in in Mexican boxing. And I've always been a fan of that. So I boxed for three years. Uh, did amateur before I decided to make a comeback to the Olympics. Um, didn't make the team in 2012. Um, and then that's when I, that's when the MMA was just the next best thing. And uh, here I am today. Hey, do you think Chavez was underrated? I mean, he, what, didn't he win like 80 fights before he finally lost? And whenever you hear the greatest fighters talked about, like he's not always mentioned in the top three or four or five. Um, but I think that he, has anyone else won 80 fights before they lost? <laughs> I'm not too sure. I, I don't think so, but he's, uh. Real, a good technician, really attacked the body. He pressured you for 12 rounds. I mean, he made a fight just miserable for anybody. And uh, the man is a legend. He's paved the way for a bunch of us. And that's, that's, that's it. How do you feel watching these guys come in and fight and know that they're just getting a shot at the title? Even though they have to fight each other to get there, um, is that comfortable for you, knowing that what, what, you, what you've had to go through to get that shot? To get that shot? No, I think it's harder. What I mean for the winner, I think it's hard for what he's trying to do. I mean, it's I'd rather go through the legacy of the RFA route and try to get into the UFC rather than being in a tournament where you have to win four fights, make weight four times, and and win the event and then fight the champ. I think it's uh, it's hard. Man. It's hard with it's hard what the winner just did. It's impressive, and uh, I'm just excited to see this fight. Yeah, that's a really good point. Is that uh, these guys have to really do a lot in a short period of time to earn that? Um, I, I'm sure you'd like another tr uh, crack at Demetrius if you could. Yeah, for sure. I think anybody, I think anybody that gets freaking, you know, knocked out, killed in the first round is, uh, you know, you have to live with it. And uh, the only way to make it right is to take them out. And you and you took a lot from uh, you learned a lot from that loss. I mean, you look at that, you're saying, "All right, man, right or right off the bat, you went back with your coaches and you saw what you could have done differently." And I mean, I'm sure you examined that fight. Is I mean, you don't have to get into detail, but did you say, "Oh man, are you are you just dying to get back in there? You want some more, a couple more fights first? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's to be announced. I, I got to play it by ear by how I feel and how how good I'm getting after this fight, and then see what the UFC has to offer. But as a competitor, I do want the fight. But sometimes uh, you gotta you gotta sit back and be like, hey man, I still gotta get better in these areas. And uh, if anything, man, time's on my side. I'm not. Uh, How old are you, bro? I'm 29. All right, for sure. 
maybe it isn't on my side. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh man, I'm like, how old are you, buddy? 21? No, no, 29's good, dude. Come on, man. I was knocking out Trigger 35. You're doing fine. You're, you're, you're on course. <laughs> and I'll tell you, hey, man, listen, you got a hell of a stud at the end of this season with uh, Joseph Benavidez. So, I mean, hey, you make an example of that guy, that would definitely make your case for another fight. That's for sure. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, for, you know, first things first, I have Joe um, December 3rd, coming event in Las Vegas. And then from there, we'll take it from there. But I'm, uh, this is on my mind. This is on my radar. And before I get to the chat, I, I got I got a win. I got to win this fight. Well, let me tell you, man, being on the reality show, I was on the ultimate fighter season four and it was a similar premise, except I wasn't a champion, but, uh, it ended up, I won the show and ended up, you know, led to my fight with St. Pierre that worked out great for me. So it's, it's this very similar premise. It's only the second time they did that now with champions, but being on that show, being on the ultimate fighter four, and then actually coming back for the ultimate fighter six to, uh, to coach being on that reality show really changed my life. I mean, and, and I want to know if you're ready for that because, listen, I fought in the UFC a bunch before I got in the Ultimate Fighter. And, you know, I get recognized at a at a UFC event or something like that. But, dude, I'm talking Starbucks. I was just talking to Jimmy. Uh, we were talking about Australia and they, they knew me over there. Like, you, you know, your life's definitely going to change a little bit. Are you ready for that? No, for sure. And it has already, man. Like, being, uh, you know, I, I went through the whole Olympic thing. And, for, you know, uh, wrestlers wait every four years to to become the best in the world or to get recognized. In the UFC, it's it's crazy, man. Three, I have five fights, man, and I was in Rio, and people in Brazil recognized me, like just walking down the street, people in Mexico and Cancun. Like, it's it, it's crazy how, how far the sport has done and how we've become these, uh, you know, these celebrities to these these people who, who love the sport and makes martial arts. And, uh, you know, it's just cool, man. It's just cool with how far MMA has come and, Oh, you know, yeah. thank you, Matt, for paving the way for us. Uh, you know, all you veterans who have uh, who have fought and who have won and who have carried themselves the way they have, it's uh, it's only paved the way for us nah, fighters no today. No problem. You're welcome, buddy. And let me ask you, you're a family man? You're married? You're a single dude? No, I'm single. <laughs> no, I have a girl, man. I have a girl. No kids. Uh, not right. married. Not married. Uh I'm not trying to That's put pressure on that. I'm not trying to put you under the hot. <laughs> your wife, your girlfriend's going to hear that and say, see, he's trying to tell you to settle down. I'm not saying that. No. I'm just saying, <laughs> be careful what's going to come. Quick question before you go. Can I ask one question? <laughs> yeah, go know, ahead, Jimmy. Uh, how hard is it to coach guys uh, that are championship level fighters? Like normally, you know, if you're going to coach or mentor guys, they're going to be on a much lower level. Guys who are tentative or hesitant, but these guys are all established champions. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. These guys are these guys are professionals, man. These guys, all these guys, all these sixteen guys belong to UFC. Like that's how good they are. I mean, these guys, these guys have science. These guys have uh, understand recovery. Um, these guys are technical. These guys are wrestlers. These guys are different parts of, of the world. And some some of them from uh, from parts unknown. And these guys are hungry. These guys are savages. Just these, these guys just need a chance, a crack, and sometimes that's all you need is one chance and. And that's all she will ever write. Oh, you, know, shit, you, can, you can you have an opportunity to be the best in the world like Matt like Matt did it. And I totally forgot about that. I forgot it was like a tournament style system winner winner fights for the belt. Very I do remember you being uh, Saint Pierre knocking him out. And uh, you know, a lot of guys are gonna be inspired by that, especially the guys on the show. So you know, it's it, it, what I'm saying is it could happen. If it happens to George Saint Pierre, it can happen to anybody. Absolutely. Good point. Very good point. All right, Henry. Well, they're, they're telling us you have other press. Uh, our, our producers telling us that you have you have to go. But uh, we appreciate you uh, you talking to us. I'm really really looking forward to this season. When does it premiere? 
uh, it premieres tomorrow, tomorrow at 7 p.m. <laughs> oh, well, by the time this airs, it'll be tonight. Um, so it's on every, what, every Thursday night? No, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. I don't even know what night it is. <laughs> we're God, shooting this stupid. thing early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, it's Tuesday right now. So, uh, all right. So it's going to be on Wednesday nights on Fox Sports 1, correct? How exciting. And let me tell you something. If it's anything, if the episodes to come or anything and the fights to come or anything like that first episode, that first fight, Dude, I am all in. I'm all in anyway because I love it, but yeah. and I lived it. But Henry, man, great talking to you, dude. Yeah, no, likewise, likewise. You guys have a good day. It was a fun chat. Thank you for waking me up. <laughs> we and, got you, uh, homie. Yeah. All right, Henry. We'll talk to you again. <laughs> Take care. Go do right, five other interviews. Good Go ahead. Take good luck, care, buddy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take, Take care. care, Henry. All right, man. It's, I really think it's going to be a great season, man. I'm really yeah, looking forward I'm telling to this. You, man. All those tra- when did they do that before? You said that they've done it before, all champions? No, they didn't do all champions before, but what they did was the, everybody who wins the, the Ultimate Fighter usually fights their way into the UFC. And they get a contract. Only one of the time was the premise, the winner gets a shot at the title. And uh, the only time that happened was with this fucking guy, Jimmy. I got the two thumbs I'm pointing at myself and I'm smiling at you. And Jimmy. that's how you got that fight. I got that fucking title. Let me ask you. Right it, hand from hell, Jimmy. Was it because, were there a lot of fighters that were um, in the division that just that, that he had beaten everybody and they wanted to get an interesting matchup? Oh, what, with me? With GSP, yeah. Oh, well, you know what it was? It was the premise was the old, it was, they made a thing where it was um, the comeback season. Whereas it was guys like myself that, where I had some fights in the UFC, but they never, for whatever reason, they never made it to a title. You know, I had some fights. I mean, listen, you look at my record and Jimmy and you go on Fight Pass and you look at my fights with BJ Penn, Dean Thomas, Matt Hughes, these fights that are all losses. Each one of those fights could have been a win. Right. And I'm not, I mean, listen, it's me saying that, but uh, the judges didn't see it that way. No, but they were very close. It's like, it wasn't one of those, well, that guy kicked your ass. Not really. No, right. it was a fight to a standstill. You know what I mean? So my record could be very differently, but whatever reason. What was your final record? Oh, I don't even fucking know. I'd have to look it up. Well, Chris should know. But, uh, yeah, in the Chris UFC. Chris fired soon. Uh, but it was, listen, but I'm saying, so I mean, it could be, it was definitely like a 500, uh, batting 500 going in that thing. Uh, we're going to have to put up something behind us. Who the fuck are you smiling at? Can I not just smile thinking <laughs> I know you? you can, but you're fucking smiling over my show. Hold on, let me look. No one. Sometimes I just nobody there. What happens? Sometimes what the fuck? And I like you smiling, Jimmy. Sometimes I think of Matt and I just smile. I know, and then I look over my shoulder smiling. No, when when somebody comes in, I'm walking in. They always look at me, and obviously they're very, very starstruck. Yeah. That's the, the Jimmy. He was on the OP. And you missed that fucking pretty girl that just walked in there. Too. Really? Yes. I got only eyes for my wife. I don't care. Atta boy, Matt. Good Thank answer. Hundred percent. Matt Thank says you, it Jimmy. a lot. Thank you, Jimmy. I said one time, "Hey, Matt, did you see that girl?" He said, "No." That's right. I won't look. I go. Was it? Was it Mrs. Sarah, my wife? Matt's All right, a, Matt's anyway. a good boy. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, love my wife. Matt, you, you ended up boy. going eleven and seven, by the way, Matt. But you felt undefeated to me. So. I felt it, and uh, you know, whatever. I had the bell, but let's not talk about that. We talk about that enough. Look, the fantasy football season. Matt and I were just t- talking. Yes, the fantasy uh, football season is mm-hmm. fast approaching. It's your passion. You know all the players and the teams, their weaknesses, their strengths. Don't miss your chance to put that knowledge to the test and play Mm -hmm. for the $1 million top prize at Uh DraftKings.com. I mean, you can miss it if you're a dope. It's part of the $5 million Mm. in total prizes they're doling out in this week one contest. Oh, wow. DraftKings.com is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Uh, you're busy. Yes. Well, you're a commitment-phobe. Your wife's always been saying, you don't seem happy to be married. 
That's a terrible impression, but you understand. <laughs> Who's that? You're phobic. Your girlfriend's bugging you to get married. You're like, I don't want to. Yeah. You want a one week at a time thing. You play whenever you want with the players you want. You don't have to worry that some other turd is going to draft the mm. guy you want mm. or that you're going to have to follow this thing all the time, all season. You're busy. You're a busy, busy boy or girl. <laughs> Just pick the contest, draft your players, and follow your team live. You can also challenge your buddies in a private league to prove you're the superior GM or just an existing league to go head-to-head with friends, co-workers, fantasy players from across the country. Who you pick is up to you. I'm not going to get in your business. Play with your co-workers. Shut up, Jim. Okay. Just suggested. Well, visit DraftKings.com now. Not later. They capitalized now because they want you to go now. Choose your players and you win serious cash in week one. Use code KO. Those are two letters. Play for free with your first deposit. That's code KO to play free for your share of the $5 million in total prizes in this week one contest. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. No eligibility restrictions may apply, so you have to see the website for details. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, and completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? Of course you do. With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of one button helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all of this on your phone or your tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com unfiltered. That's quickenloans.com unfiltered. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030 You know what just hit me? What? My cock. <laughs> 48, that's the joke I tell. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And I'm laughing like a little child. Uh, that I'm, am I going to have to do these ads when you're gone next week? Um, oh, I smell fucking disaster. It'll be fine. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about those fights some more. Yes, right? we got a little bit more time, right? Before right, we get another call. Yes, we do. And Wait, then we'll do that movie minute. I can talk about an old movie that I, sure. I saw recently on Netflix. And uh, we'll talk about that. But let's, all right, we were at the Pettis and uh, uh, Pettis versus Oliveira. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, hey, man, I'll give it to Oliveira where he had a, good, a great game plan. He wasn't able to enforce it. I mean, he was, do, he was uh, trying to force you know, the jujitsu. And he was doing, listen, he was doing good. He was tough. But um, Pettis was taking. He wasn't taking. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't taking a loss. He wasn't. He was. He, you see that he had his mindset where it's like, look, man, you're gonna have to kill me. And he and he and he was fucking focused. And he got off, man. And he got off. And he had some nice, well timed reversals on the floor and got out of some bad positions where uh, Oliveira was really just on his ass with certain positions that. That you could tell Pettis was working on on some of the stuff that gave him trouble in his fights that he lost. Let me and ask you a question too about that because this is what was amazing. You're saying he was getting a bad position yes. on the ground, and he was. Did, have you seen anybody do a better job at uh, reversing uh, being on his back and, and like just and spin that way 
into uh, into control, top control. I, I, I was fucking shocked see, to see that. One of the things, you see, I, what I tell my guys is I way rather, I prefer when you get those hooks in. I mean, listen, it's not your, a lot of times, I mean, not everybody's Damien Maya. We're going to get to him in a second where he gets your back. You, 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 you know, you're pretty much fucked. But, uh, you know, if you're belly up and the guy loses, say, an over under control. See, I can go under your armpit and be hitting your head and your shoulder and grab like a seatbelt grip. When you're a skin on skin, you get a little bit of, if that grips a little loose, that guy could just grab the wrist and it's easy. It's slick for him to spin and get on top. You understand? Yes. Like in other words, if I had my hooks in on you and your face, don't get weird, Jimmy. And um, you're looking at the scene. <laughs> Right away, anything with grappling. No, because I, I used to ask Jimmy if he's going to do jujitsu, and I kept going, Jimmy, can't do jujitsu. He's like, I'm afraid I'll come. I go, I forget it. I never asked him again. I never fucking asked him again because I go, what am I going to say to that? <laughs> so so when I start to explain things to him, I, I make like I'm talking to a normal guy. But no, I do appreciate the explanation, of course. Yeah. So anyway. I, I was amazed at that. But see, that's amazing how great a fight. It's not a big deal to a real fighter. To me, that was like, oh my God, he's What's fucking. That? To, for his ability to spin around. Oh, no, like it, was, it was, well, first of all, it was great. I'm not taking yeah. anything away from him. About, uh, but you've seen it before. You've, you've seen that where the guys, because what happens is when you're grappling, very, very rarely are you grappling skin on skin. You usually got at least a t-shirt on and. And that little friction, it's it's it, it keeps you glued to the back a little bit more. So if you lose a little bit of control, like one grip, or you just say both hands are going up for that choke, is a time when the guy could spin right and, when and you get out from there. Yeah. So, but if you're belly down, that guy goes from hooks to you mounted back to the hooks where you could really do some damage. You know what I mean? Position before submission. Do you see uh, how great was that when he caught uh, he caught uh, Pettis's kick? And Pettis is fucking hopping on one uh, leg. Yeah, dude. What balance? Uh, dude, he, listen, I, I like that. That's the return of Pettis. And he was, you just saw him, man. He was all business, man. He, I, I was really, I like both guys. I like watching both guys. You he know? dropped down, didn't he? He dropped down from uh, Lightweight. Oh yeah! The, oh yeah! What the hell am I talking about? That was at one forty-five. Yeah, that was his featherweight yeah. debut. Yeah, his, uh, his his three fights, his three losses were at lightweight. Yeah. So I mean, and he was the champ at lightweight, and he took out a lot of guys at lightweight. Yeah, so I'm that's true. I'm really interested to see him at one forty-five. That that's what well, that that's really good. That that's exciting. You know, we you know what we're getting to now. I, I, I was yelling things during the fight, and people weren't appreciating my commentary. They said I didn't know what I was talking about. What were you yelling? What were you talking about? Throw karate chops. Oh well, throw karate right. chops. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that's that's no, that, that, yes. that, that won't go over big. Engage your opponent. Engage your opponent. Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> yelling at a lot, but they were engaging. Yeah, I, so. I know. Yeah, but that's what somebody said to me. Yeah, and throw karate chops. Yeah. They said didn't sound professional. No, that could be fucking awful. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> you know how bad, bad I want to go and watch with a bunch of fighters and just yell stuff like that. Oh, that'd be great. How annoyed they'd get. Oh, they'd be. Oh, yeah, listen. Anytime. Kick his bread basket. Kick. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit him, pussy. Yeah, yeah, the best when you're watching at a bar or something, you're like, oh my God, I can't. But uh, hey, man, let, let me tell you something. Damien Maya. Damien Maya? <laughs> I, I, I got to say, like in the Chino, I get so. I fucking love this guy. His jujitsu, first of all, I can't say enough about Condon. Huge Condon fan. And that guy's a murderer, man. I mean, that guy's been in wars. I mean, listen, five, look at that. He did five rounds with fucking uh, Lawler. And, and was that a split decision? 
Or was that a unanimous? I'd have to guess it's a split decision. Yeah, that was, it was very close. close. Yeah. I mean, dude, now he fought St. Pierre five rounds. He knocked, he kicked him on. He almost laid him out. The guy's had his moments with, I mean, some really good guys. And he's right. ne- and that never happened to him. And he's fought, he's fought very good grapplers. It just shows you Damian Meyer. Listen, Carlos Condon has more tools than Damian Meyer. He's got more weapons. Yes. He has more ways to win a fight. But Damian Meyer's go to his Brazilian jiu-jitsu is on such a level that you know you have a two three month training camp to know exactly what this guy is going to do and what you have to listen this is what we got to do to stop it he's still fucking doing yeah and that's the most impressive thing listen a back fist could come out of nowhere take it from me I've been on the receiving end but you know you can get surprised in there this was not a surprise. Not this wasn't all. like, oh, Carlos Condon going, oh, he's shooting on me. No. He knew exactly what he was going to do. And the, and, and not, you know, guess what? He did it to Neil Magny. He did it to Rick Story. Sammy, it could it could be almost like the identical fight. The guy is that. He does stuff to these fighters that nobody else in the division is able to do. And you could see at the end, uh, Condit was laying there. And it wasn't that he was hurt. He was just like, motherfucker. It's like if the one thing you don't want to happen yeah. happens, you're like, ugh. Exactly. No, of course, man, and it's the it's the power of jujitsu. This guy, and listen, being a, and listen, I, I and being a jujitsu guy, I love jujitsu. You know how much I love sure. jujitsu. That when I and and when I see him do the, these techniques, the sensitivity when he takes him down, Carlos didn't fold a shit when he took him down. Carlos didn't go, oh, I got no guard, right. bound me, take me. No, he was working his jujitsu, and it, it wasn't bad. He was making it hard for him, to, and it's unplugged. I plug Matt's Matt kick and I'm gonna talk to you Matt while in, Chris fixes in true karate expert Listen, fashion. Matt kicked his plug out. Up. But go ahead, fix that while I fucking talk to Jimmy. Right in there. Put I'm that in there so we can communicate. Yeah, Stick it in. It's good. Anyway, that was Jimmy yelling that. But was. listen, where was I? Is it plugged in yet so I can talk? Hello? Oh, I'm back. Hi everybody. Once again, Jimmy's looking at me like the non professional I am. Not at all. I know Jimmy. I love you, man. I love you. Um love you, you were saying Who was I? You don't get ADD. That's okay. You were saying that Damian um, Maya, he, Damian Maya oh, okay, bested okay. Carlos Condit. I'm back. I'm in, back in a contest. When he took him down, Carlos is he has a good ground game. His ground game is not shitty. No, and he was making it hard for Damian to pass his knee line. That means to settle into half guard. You understand what that mm-hmm. means? Where he was losing his knees and his elbows. He was having good framing, but he. But I'll tell you, Maya was keeping his weight. He settled in. Did he go crazy for the pass? Crazy for a, a jumping knee bar? No. He settled in and he got his shoulder. Boom! He passed his knee line. Settled into half guard. Then he just uses his position to just. It's just beautiful. Just a, a, such a strong, a, just such a master control of the fundamentals of jujitsu. There's nothing he did. That that anybody doing jujitsu could be like, what was that? No, it was you knew exactly what he's doing, but yet he could do it. When I got into jujitsu, there was a tape series, um, a video, a VHS uh, tapes. I got into it really hypnotized me, and it was called Gracie in Action. And it, back then, it wasn't mixed martial arts; it was right. style versus style. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of something that you'd watch twenty years ago when the Gracies fighting guys that didn't know groundwork and they made just you knew what they were going to do and they, you couldn't stop it that's what he you did it again it's Kurt Metzger I'm putting some fucking oh is it yeah uh-huh, that was they walked away oh hey and you notice he squeezed him and they said he didn't have it totally locked under the neck 
But it under, the, like under the chin, but they said he was so strong. It was on his jaw. And what happened? I believe it was on his Yeah, up, they, they, his they said he's so strong from the side, he just squeezes it. What's going to happen, man? It's going to either break that jaw or just go right from that, lifts up a little bit to relieve the pressure from the jaw, and it's going to get right on those carotid arteries. Have you seen the jaw broken that way? No, heard you no but I've, I've, I've done similar stuff where I've put that pressure on the jaw where they lift it. You know, I do it a little differently. My arms aren't as long. Like I'll have like, I'll be here and here and I'll have his, his head will be resting on my shoulder and I'll go to bring this back mm. where the guy gets it on his jaw. If you ever want to uh. UFC fight pass, put in, um, I'm going to do the third person, put in Matt Sarah versus Kelly Delante. Kelly, a guy, a guy with a name Kelly, you know he's going to be tough. Tough, yeah, boy. Yeah, I, beat him, I beat him and he never came back. But I wish, I wish the guy would come back. But I took that guy down. I was strangling him the same way. He got out. I ended up submitting him. But you anyway. did? Yeah, yeah, I, I won. He was a Frank Shamrock guy. It doesn't always go back to me. No. I like to, I like to reminisce. I don't mind. Oh, thank you. I like hearing it. It's thank an you, interesting Jimmy. perspective. But listen, I can't say enough about Damian Maya. Now you got this guy in a position where I believe he's on a six-fight winning streak. How's that? Yeah. How's that for not even looking at my notes? <laughs> I get all happy. I stuff, stuff I should know, and now and it's weird because now you got Wonder Boy most likely fighting for the for the title, and that guy's got an and Wonder Boy's awesome, and Wonder Boy's got that karate background. So you got these guys that are just experts. They're experts about in their in their in their art, but yet they're well rounded enough. You know what I'm saying? Like where they're, but they're just kind of polar opposites. You know what I mean? What do you think of Roy McDonald leaving and going to oh, uh, fucking Bellator? That's I think that's very interesting. I mean, he just lost to Wonder Boy. Yeah. I'll tell you, Wonder Boy's doing fin- He's fin- great. And Wonder Boy, I'll tell you, I'm always going to be biased with Wonder Boy because the guy's, you know, he, he went with my to my kid's birthday party at Adventure Lane. He's good friends with Chris Chris White. Okay, very yeah. good friends. So he comes out and he trains with us all the time. And they went with us to Adventure Lane to my kid's birthday party. I mean, the kid, the guy is the, the nicest guy you ever fucking meet. Actually, so is Damian Maya. But uh, but with Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy's putting people away. He took out Rory McDonald, and Rory Rory's been having a Rory's a fucking dangerous dude, but he's been having. A tough time. He got a, a bad beating with Robbie that time where it destroyed his nose. And I think he was still feeling that. And his other, he kept saying stuff, but his nose ain't holding up. So, I mean, hey, man, if you could make some money and fight some guys that maybe aren't are the same caliber, I mean, whatever. Do what you got to do. I mean, that's that's just pretty much, I mean, he's saying that, you know, he's happy with what he's got and uh, all the best to him, you know? I mean, dude, do you know that Maya took only 13? This is a, This is great. Uh, statistic. Wait, that's not a statistic. What do you call this thing? It is a statistic. Strikes, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck am I talking about? Why do I always second guess myself, Jimmy? Because we, you're you're a lot like me. I am By like that, that. I mean, hung like a horse. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> you know, he only took uh, thirteen significant strikes. You got a bat in the cave? Yeah. No, no, just an insect. Oh, okay, good. He's itching his nose, people. He's not picking uh, his nose. That didn't uh, happen. Uh, only thirteen significant. Uh, strikes in his last what four fights was it? Yeah, that's I mean that's huge, he's man. Gotta be, he's got to be he drummed out of the UFC and and he's taking a beating. Dude, guy, I mean, guy who doesn't get a, it. Oh no, it's too many. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's amazing when you hear about these guys that are just taking beatings. I mean, this dude's thirty eight years old and he's and he's going on a tear. One of the reasons is he thirty eight, Damian yeah, Maya. Yeah, wow, dude, the guy could have went to high school with me. And the fucking guy. Uh, he, let me tell you something. He's real. He did well at he did well at, at middleweight. He did well at one one eighty five. He fought for the title and went five rounds with Anderson Silver. And I mean, and then towards the end, started coming after him. You see, you second guess that. Yes, it's true. 
Jimmy, it's true. I thought Silva knocked him <laughs> out in the true? first round. Fuck no. Thought Silva How dare him. you? How I, dare you I say that? I thought Silva kicked him in the face in no, the first round. No, stop it. That's Vito Belfort. Vito Belfort. Okay, you there you go. silly egg, you're right, you're you right. goose. Silly goose. But anyway, right. uh, so this guy now... He, he again. He did well at the with that at that at one eighty five when they're monsters. Now that he's like the bigger dude at fucking one seventy, you see the difference because that now the size and again he did well. He he, got, he fought his way up to the t- uh, the fight for the title and now look at him. Now look at him at fucking welterweight. I love watching Damian Maya fight. I love that he, the way he uses his Brazilian jiu jitsu and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what's next. I mean, I mean that guy, he fights the winner of um, uh, Woodley versus Wonderboy Thompson. That'd be great. That'd be phenomenal. That's a really good fight. Fuck, I think that's good. I mean, me, if I'm making the fights, that's Oh, what's they next. haven't announced it yet. No, I'm, that I'm that, be. no, you know what? Maybe I should say that they announced it. They well, my, he was ranked number four, I think, when they started. Am I correct? What is he now? Uh, the, the rankings didn't come out yet, like new rankings. Okay, dude, the guy uh, is the 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 guy is something to watch, man. And uh, what he did the other night was just whoa, you know. I'm like, I not that I, that I didn't think he could do that, but hey, man. I didn't think he could tap Carlos in, in less than two minutes. I, I did not at all. And, he, and he's and again, and it's not like oh man, that's a flu. No, he watched the the Neil Magny fight, watched the Rick Story fight. These are guys that. They could be getting taken out. They might not win all that, but they're not getting taken out like that. No one's getting made to look like a baby in there. Right. And that's what he does. And he does it to world-class guys. And uh, I could spend the entire podcast just just, just drooling over the technique. I love it. I yeah, fucking love, love it. Oh, God. Like it's, a, it's a thing of beauty. If people go there, go, oh, it's a... Oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that fight to Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just a straight fight. Yeah, I know. I'm not goofing on him. It's nice. your buddy. Fuck him. He's old. <laughs> he's not Fuck gonna, him. He's not going to hear this. I'll punch his suspenders Fuck, off. I got my money on you in that one. I'm going to kick the shit out of Larry King. Dude, if that 95 year old guy kicks your ass, that fucking. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Takes this fucking. Uh, HGH. Uh, my teeth eat, out. <laughs> eat this, Jimmy. But anyway. Still I, no Jones update, by the way. No. No. We've been speculating yet. for a little while. I was hoping we'd have something by now. Hmm. We got to go to L.A. too, me and you. When are we doing that? I, well, it's just my schedule's been changing. You know how it is when you're a fucking big shot around town? Yes, Shit, I am. man. I know in October I'm going to be um, I'm doing Disney with the kids again. Okay, we'll find time. You know what I we'll mean? We'll do it in September because uh, I'm working every weekend before I shoot my special to warm up. So I, I don't have any free weekends in, yeah? in September. Yeah, but we'll do it soon. I really want to go out there promote. Um, Me too, man. I want to do Joe Rogan show. Yeah, I want to do his buddy. Do you know um? What's his? What the fuck? Oh my god, Joey Diaz. I love Joey. Do Joey, you, Coco. I know Joey Diaz for years. Do you really? I'd love to do his show. He has a podcast. Yeah, I've had Joey he on the radio many times. Yeah. The fuck's his podcast? Taking it to the hoop. He's a fucking animal. He says cocksucker more than me. Yeah, he's dirty. I like that. Guy. I really like him. Funny. I hung out with him before. I like him a lot. I like Joe's whole crew. I like to do. We should do a fucking a circuit, Chris, the producer. Can we get on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be the one that plans that out, but yeah, sure. Yeah, we should do a circuit. Who else could we do? Adam Carolla, if he'll have us. I think they're going to all have us. All of them, if Joe Rogan will have us. Uh, Joey Coco Diaz, if he'll have us. Red Band, if he'll have us. Kevin Smith do anything out there? Kevin is doing, tomorrow morning, actually, taking over the show I'm on, but he's in L.A. He was in the studio and he left that. He went back to L.A. 
Okay. I think he'll do our show. When we're out there, we'll get Kevin on. I, I demand that he come I, on. I, I, I choke watched, him. I watched the show the other day, Geeking Out. He has a new show. I know. It's good. Fucking choke him. I could geek out. He should, his yeah. people made him. He should have done this show. Why wouldn't he do this show? Is he, why is he's just busy. Show? I think he's just busy. Wait, somebody's doing sign language. Oh, no. What's, oh, up, wait, what's going on? Oh, no. Is he on the phone? Yes. Oh, Joseph Benavidez on the phone. Hello. Hi, Joseph. How you doing, man? What up? We just uh, we talked to uh, Henry Cejudo, and uh, congratulations on an amazing first episode, man. This season looks really, really great. Oh, dude, I can't wait for the rest. It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. As a fan of the show and the division, like, dude, it's, hey. it's legit. These guys are awesome in there, and uh, obviously we did we did our best, but uh, it's gonna be awesome, dude. What's up, Joe? Matt, Sarah, dude, how are you, buddy? Nice to talk My to you. My dude. My man. Uh, listen, up, we, we I, I'm telling you, what a great episode. We saw a sneak peek of that thing. And, uh, yeah, right? wow, well, that, that first fucking fight, man. Holy shit, man. That first fight was great. I can't get over that first fight. Those, both those guys were studs. Oh, Brandon Moreno and, uh, Alexandra Pantoja. Dude, what a fucking fight. Yeah. Animals, bro. Right? I love those guys. Man, let me tell you something. They never did anything like this before where it's all champions. Are these other fights that we're going to look forward to seeing this season? Is it going to be like that? What are you at, a fucking Sorry, frat house? Are you with the alpha males? Yeah, where are you? What the fuck? Dude, no, we were walking out of a studio, so I couldn't hear you. Sorry. That's all good, man. We did an interview last week with uh, your boy, uh, what's his name? Cowboy? No, no, it was uh, Cody. Oh, and Cody Garber, yeah. He was in Big Boy's studio. They're all yelling, Big Boy, remember? Nobody gives a fuck. At least he was in a studio. Yeah, he was in a studio. Yeah, Cowboy was fucking fishing. He was on a dock somewhere, calling yeah. his dogs. <laughs> and what are Those you doing, are man? Animals. You're doing, you're doing 1,200 interviews for this, for this season or what? Yeah, so right now we're doing a big media tour in L.A., we're, uh, we just, dude, we did everything. We hit all the rounds, um, TMZ. We went, came to the entertainment weekly. Um, this is big. This is big, Joe. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're running all over the place, man. Promoting, promoting the, the new season. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a huge, just fan of this division and the show in general. So to be a part of it, you know, I'm all, I'm out here, you know, putting out the good word and just, uh, so excited to, 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 to see people. Uh, react to it and, and you know can't wait to see you know how how they take to the season I think it's going to be really really fun for everybody and I asked um, Henry the same thing is it harder for you to coach guys who are legitimate champions the mentality is much different than guys who are eager and looking to get a contract like these are all I mean even though they're not in they're not UFC champion but they're still legitimately uh, championship fighters yeah you know what's funny is it's almost easier <laughs> because these guys are world-class. There's not much you have to change. You know, these guys come into the ultimate fighter house and they're fight ready. You know, they know they're going to fight within weeks and, you know, they might fight a few times. So they come in fight ready and they're already world-class. So there's not a ton you have to do. They know how to make weight. They're obviously all got to this point because they're self-motivated and, you know, they all can be their own coaches or could coach a season you know that's what's great about this you know some of them even run gyms and stuff so it was kind of nice like it was a little easier in that regard um but also not being a coach it, it was a little different because at the end of the day like you mentioned these guys are kind of like our peers one's going to get a shot you know we could potentially yes way down the line fight some of them you know we're not going to fight all 16 guys so that's whatever but it's just it's different finding that balance for me not being a coach, finding that balance of, hey, like I'm a peer, but I'm also, yes, the most experienced one that is going to give you advice because I don't like take myself serious in that realm of like, hey, 
I should give this person advice or you should do what I do because I'm this and I'm that. Like, I don't look at myself like that. It's just not kind of how I operate. So it's like finding that balance of being like, hey, I'm the most experienced guy here, but also I understand where you guys are at because in their shoes, I wouldn't want some dude, you know, in the same division as me that I eventually, you don't want to be like trying to coach me or, you know, be on his team or thinking he's my superior. So it's just about finding that balance. And it was kind of easy and normal for me because at the end of the day, I did look at these guys as my peers and it was nice. Just like I took in that role of being, Hey, I'm the most experienced one. And that's why I'm here. I was chosen. This is my job and I'm going to help you guys to the best of my abilities. So that's you, pretty much my outlook for the show. For sure, man. And you know what's amazing, man? You fought a bunch, dude. Obviously, you fought for the title and you've been in the UFC. How many fights you got now in the UFC? In the UFC, shoot. I mean, right? Zufa in general with the WC, I think I probably have like 18 to 20. Man, you've been around for sure. But let me tell you something yeah. from a guy that's been already fighting before he did the whole reality show thing. Your, man, your popularity now. I know what I like because you're a good dude. I know you for a while now. And I, I love all the alpha males, man. You guys are good dudes. But like what I like now, it, what I like about this is, dude, people are going to get to know you and see you. And you're going to see your, yeah. you're going to, I mean, the exposure you're going to get from this show, dude, is amazing, man. Are you ready for that, uh, for that wave to come in? Are you ready to wide that? Are you ready to fuck? I, listen to me. I stutter a lot. I do. I don't know how I yeah. got this gig. Are you ready for the fucking popularity uh, shit you're going to be getting? All this fucking exposure? and You ready Dude, for that shit? Yeah, man. It's because it's something I love doing and it's something I you know would promote and watch and like love anyway. So for me, man, it was it was awesome getting to do this because like we have said i've got i've done it all i fought for titles uh you know i'm 11 years now in the game you know um you know fought, fought for titles i think in zufa like i said 20 fights i've kind of done it all but when you fight it's a fight you go through that you go through that multiple times and it becomes not the same obviously i make changes every camp every you know parts in my career but this is just gave me a whole new experience a whole new perspective and challenge uh in the sport you know not to look at it hey as a fighter who's selfish and has to go do it but as a coach and a leader that has to go you know translate this information to others and help others and and uh that was what was cool for me is it was an experience you know like when i came in this sport i never thought like yes i would coach the ultimate fighter like that's honestly why i started fighting because i saw you know, season one on TV and was like, oh, crap, this is a real job. Like, obviously, you know, you see someone on TV and you think they have a real job and they have cars and they're rich and they have big houses because <laughs> they're fighting on TV. So it was like I saw that and never really thought I'd be coaching it, you know. So, um, like, this was a perfect time for it. It was just something I needed, something refreshing, you know, after 11 years fighting. Fighting's hard, you know, but getting this new outlook on it, like I said, it was just it was just very, very refreshing to me. It was a new challenge. And as far as the exposure and stuff goes, I think that's great because when you fight, you get a exposure for that 15 minutes that you're fighting, maybe a little bit before. This is weekly, you know, stuff where people can get to know me, you know, and um, right. get to know the other 16 amazing competitors on the show. So, dude, like, uh, I couldn't be more pumped about it. And, and let me ask you, too, like, you, and you talked about you, you fought for titles. The only four losses you've taken uh, have been uh, two against uh, Demetrius and, and uh Two against Dominic Cruz. I mean, those are the only times yeah. you've been bested. So, um, you know, does that kind of psych you out a little bit that the top two guys in the division have given you the most trouble? You know what's crazy about that? I, I only count that as two losses 
because it's just two men. So it's just like two long fights, you know? Okay. <laughs> so That's good. That's a good way to look at it. It sounds way better, right? Just two. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, not only are these guys top of their division, I think right now in the sport, you know, actively, they're the two best pound for pound fighters. You know, what Demetrius has been able to do in this division and wipe it out to the point where we had to make a dang reality show just to find someone to challenge him and, you know, and bring some exposure. You know, the guy's been doing nothing but his job. And then Dominic, you know, what he's accomplished in the sport, you know, after years of being out. I mean, these are two of the best ever. So it doesn't psych me out as it, as much as, um, you know, it drives me. Like, I see these sure. guys. I've had split decisions with both of them. And all their performances are inspiring every time. You know, I see these guys go out there and perform and improve. It's so hard to improve when you're the best in the world. There's just, there's hard, there's small, just minimal improvements you can make. These guys go out and improve every time and put on shows. And it inspires me because I know I'm right there and I can't let these guys get too far ahead of me. So it just makes me work harder in the gym because those are my only two losses ever. The best guys in the world. So it inspires me. And, you know, yeah. obviously I have the utmost belief in my skills, but seeing these guys go out and do what they do and know I've fought, you know, with those two best guys in the world to split decisions where people thought I won. Um, no, nah, man, it's just inspiring every time they go out there. Yeah, shit, man. me driven, you know? Yeah, man, you're in good company. But let me I tell you, speaking of improvements, what about, uh, you see uh, Paige Van Zandt's fight the other night, mm. Respect Rawlings? Oh, my God, yeah. I How was, great uh, was that, man? In Vancouver. That was sick. I mean, that was sick. Um, that was, you know, high-level skill, you know, highlight. Um, a lot of, I mean, stuff you don't see not only in the strawweight division, I mean, in MMA in general. I mean, yeah. it was it was highlight real. And I was really impressed with the way she approached that fight because she's like such a little like <laughs> firecracker, such a scrapper. Where Doesn't she usually... remind you of Uriah Faber a little bit? Her yeah, style? well, she's got a style where she's just going, like she goes for it. And this fight, she was definitely a little more poised, like we said earlier. I mean, mm -hmm. there was a big difference in that first round when you've seen her fight before. Like, she was way more patient and then until she landed that thing, with the, that kick, which was beautiful. But I, I did notice that, man. I mean, the, the, I mean, yeah, back I think, at, at your camp, you guys definitely did, did some homework with her and, and, and made some nice corrections yeah. from her last fight. Yeah, I mean, Buckles, you know, and, and uh, is, is, is her coach and, and Owen, and I think they just... They just knew, you know, Beck was aggressive, and it's like, yeah, we can meet her with aggression, or we can, you know, get her chasing us. And I think once she got him chasing, you know, she she delivered the blow. But uh, I think she knew Beck was another aggressive fighter as well. So yeah, I mean, they had her, I mean, well well prepared, and it was and, awesome to watch. And what I like about that is, I mean, yeah, you could make that game plan, but then once you get into you start fighting for the fighter <laughs> to follow that game plan, usually sometimes there's one punch, and then they go right back to the going nuts and she was she definitely was poised and she's a young girl and young fighter and i was just yeah. really impressed i was really impressed that she was able to make that adjustment like so quick off the, sure. after, after her loss to rose and uh that For was sure. really impressive and uh your teammate uh cody garbrandt did a really nice job um and he, he really really is uh wanting to fight dominic cruz what would you say to him about how he what, what type of strategy he might employ to beat dominic cruz because he almost seems unbeatable yeah, I mean, Cody, you, I mean, he has a strategy of his own. I mean, obviously, you know, I fought Cruz and, you know, I know little things, but I mean, Cody brings his own, you know, um, set of skills that makes, you know, him a tough matchup with anyone, you know, including including Dominic. So, uh, no, nah, man, I mean, Cody, you know, has his goals at hand and um, he knows, I mean, he knows, you know, um, he knows the uh, task at hand with Dominic. And, uh, I mean, that guy's, I mean, he's Bradford. That's what he's been wanting to do, you know, since he started fighting. So, I mean, 
you know, the guy can go out there and fight. Yeah, Cody's fun as shit Hello? to watch too, man. Hello, Explosive sorry. as hell, that kid. I, I, I enjoy watching yeah. him fight, man. And there's a lot of yeah, tension scenes between between uh, Cruz and the alpha males, but you seem to have a lot of respect for him. For Cruz? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to hear that because it seems that there's a lot of tension between him and, and, and some of the alpha males. Oh, yeah, man. I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for Cruz. Um, you know, going through eight rounds of fighting with a man, you know, gets you brings just a certain amount of respect and understanding of, of another person, you know. So I think we just respect each other. We went we went through two wars, and uh, you can't, like I said, not respect someone after that. And, you know, we get along. I'm, you know, I've always been kind of my own guy. I can't hate someone because somebody else does or sure. whatever, you know. Everyone's, you know, different. And, uh, yeah, me and Cruz have, you know, always, you know, been fine and got along. And I try not to, you know, mix myself up in any of that drama, you know. Just a good fucking dude. This guy yeah. is Joseph. What a good fucking guy this guy is, Jimmy. Well, how about Henry Cejudo? Do you, do you like Henry? <laughs> I don't like Henry, no. I mean, I wouldn't push it to that extreme. Um, it's funny because, like, I don't dislike him. I think he's harmless. I don't think he's, like, a bad guy or anything. But he just annoys me. Like, he's just annoyed me a few times. And he said some dumb things, disrespectful things. And even though he was just saying them to... I don't think it was much of his personality, but the fact that he did him just, I don't know. I mean, he's, like I said, he's just, I just think he's a moron and he's <laughs> ungenuine and great. he's not comfortable with himself and it just annoys me. And if he would have never said anything about me and turned down and, you know, pulled down in a fight with me, I would from afar think he's a moron and not really have to say anything because we're not fighting. But now that he's actually said that about me and we're coaching, it's like, damn right i'm gonna like call you out when you're being a moron but it's it's kind of easy with him because he makes an ass of himself oh does he what did he say much what did he say that you didn't like um he's just he's just said some things well for one he wanted to fight me said this in an interview blah 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 um did it in a disrespectful way i don't even actually want to tell everything i guess about it because there's other people involved okay Um, professionally but it's just you just did it in a, in a in there's one way i don't care if someone calls wants to fight me that's that's great like i love it i have a respect for anyone who wants to fight me but he just did it in kind of a disrespectful way and it's one thing to do that all right call me on a disrespectful way because that's cool we're gonna fight and he calls me out and then like pulls out of the fight so it's like i'm not mad at someone pulling out of a fight or calling me out for a fight but don't do both you can't right. call it out you know call me out and then say oh well you know, well, here's the fight with Benavidez. Oh, well, not then. I'm not actually, that's not a good time for me or I'm not ready or whatever, you know, his excuses was. So that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And like I said, I've, I'm 30-something fights in this game. I've never had to talk smack or dislike anyone. No one's ever said anything, even an opponent, disrespectful about me. So I think that says a lot about me or and a lot about him if he's the one person that decided, you know, whatever to make me as an enemy or whatever you want to call it. But um, going through the show, like I said, it was, it was a small thing. Like I said, I wouldn't really think twice about it if he didn't, you know, say something disrespectful sure. to me before. Um, but then going through the show, it just showed I always thought like, yeah, the guy is harmless and he's not a bad person, but he's still a moron to me. And it would just be that much more exciting to fight him. Hey, December 3rd, you guys, I think yes. there's a co-main event. Who's the main event that night? The main event will be Demetrius versus the winner of the show. Oh, the okay. Oh, there you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're going to be fighting alongside somebody that you are, are, that think, are that you coaching. Think, yeah. yeah, that he thinks is a moron. So that's fuck, That's great. You get the, it's great. He gets to punch him in the face. 
Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. So is one of you, you guys are going to fight, and then one of you actually has to come out and coach the, uh, or is that guy just going to use his nah, team? I'm sure they're going to use it? their team at that point. I mean, I don't really know how that works. Usually they use their team at that point. I, I guess you're right. You know yeah, I mean, because we, you know, we only know these, knew these guys for six weeks. You know, I'm sure they, I mean, all of them have a whole other teams that got them to this point, so. All right. Well, well, let me tell you something. If if the rest of the season is anything like the first episode that me and Jimmy watched, which the, aired last night on Wednesday yes. night, it was excellent. Um, it's a yeah. ninety minute special with two fucking really killer fights. Yeah, I mean, or two hour special. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm looking. Dude, it's going to deliver. Like I said, I'm excited to watch it. Like I said, I'm a fan of the division. I'm a fan of every guy on that show. You know, watching them, knowing their stories, knowing their a little bit about their journeys. And, dude, I root for every flyweight fight, and I think this is just what the division needed, just what the even the Ultimate Fighter as a show needed, you know, to have these world-class competitors in there. It's not, you know, guys in there pissing on food and yelling and missing yeah. weight, like that drama part. Like, these are world-class fighters, so right. there's world-class fights. Every fight on there is a title fight. So fight-wise, it's outstanding, and like I said, I just I just can't wait to, uh, to show the world. And uh, these guys are a great representation of the division. And uh, I think it's going to be huge for, for, for the flyweight division. And uh, one of these guys is going to challenge Demetrius for the, for the world title. And um, I think they definitely have a shot. Uh, well, thanks, man. Uh, good luck. And uh, you're a really fun guy to interview. And, uh, and, and good luck. And, uh, you know, and um, Henry was fun as well. So I like both of you guys. So I just want to see a great fight. Hey, Joe, man, I'm happy for you, dude. I'm happy for you, man, and uh, I'm happy you're going to be on. I'm going to see you every Wednesday now because I only usually see you yeah. on, uh, on 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 fight yeah. weeks in the, in Vegas or right. whatever, so I'm glad I get to see you every week, and I'm happy yeah, for your success, brother. Dude, you're the man, Matt. Appreciate uh, it. All right, Joe, Always. man. All right, good luck, Joseph. We'll talk to you again, okay? All right, guys. Thank Take you. care, homie. Goodbye, buddy. What a nice, a nice guy. guy. Yeah, he's a nice, nice guy. guy. I never always, met him. Dude, always a pleasant dude. Dude, the guy's the size of you, and he fucks shit up. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't mean that. That came out wrong. No, but you're saying that I'm not a big guy, <laughs> and I don't look like guy. a killer. You're right. I'm, I'm a small, a, I'm a waif. I'm like, a, a Fiona, little... it should be called Fiona Apple and Matt Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, let me tell you something, Jimmy. I've been my diet's been a little rough, dude. Oh, I wore a, I wore a yellow rash guard under my gi. I took the gi off. I look like the fucking sun. Oh, you I'm look fucking good. round. I'm five six, Jimmy. You look good. I'm five six. So what? You look good. <laughs> like an old couple. You look. Okay. I'm powerful though, man. What the fuck? Hey, listen. Uh, really Matt's quick. Never put me in a before hole. Before we get out, of here, can I my phone for a second while I fucking fiddle through that. Matt, uh, listen, I, I want to feel we, Matt put me in a. Uh, I want to feel are, Matt. Are we doing the crunch, um, crunch, crunch? Hold on me. Are we doing the the, the movie minute or no? We're out. Oh, you want to? <laughs> we don't have to. I mean, we. Listen. Oh, here's what we do. We got to let the people on Twitter vote. They got to vote. And then we do it next, next they time. They have to vote. And, and after they vote, I will, we'll start it off with that, whatever they want. The, the, the one where Chris played, the nice professional one, or Jimmy's little fucking jingle. I'm easy. I'm easy. I'll answer to anything. You know we, what? Should, we should play it again, right? Ready? And Let we'll me do, tell we'll you something. It's either going to be for my movie minute. It's either going to be Boo. this. It's time for the movie minute with Matt Sarah. Does it pass Matt's pee test? Sloppy and unprofessional. <laughs> Sloppy and unprofessional. Little, you know, it's a good. I mean, I don't think it's too corny. A little, a little morning zooish, but not that. Bad. No it's effort whatsoever. No effort. You or else, it, or else they might like that, and they're going to tell us on Twitter. Either they're going to like, uh, should we say, Chris the producer's version? Did you make that up? No, I didn't create that. You have no fucking... We can't give you credit for that. No. All right, either the professional version or Jimmy's version. Go, Jimmy! Yeah, da 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 Matt's Movie Minute. 
That's <laughs> that's me. Okay. I can fucking jump in. That's me, everybody. Hey, listen, I love talking about movies. And uh, I want to do that, but I'm not going to do that right now because we are almost out of here. Jimmy, what do you have to plug, Jimmy? I have to plug. I want to know what you have to plug. I have to plug a lot of gigs. Just come see JimNorton.com. You can catch me in Australia next week, uh, September 9th and 11th. And I'm also going to be doing... Uh, October 7th, I am shooting my new special in the Lincoln Theater in Washington, D.C. That will sell out two shows. And I also have uh, Nyack, New York the week before to run this special, like to, to do all the material. I have Minneapolis. I have uh, fucking Pittsburgh. And I have Toronto, two shows coming up. I'm away every weekend working. Yeah, man, let me tell you something. You're a busy man. I don't have nearly... I, I want to use this ending right now to talk about myself and what I got going on over at SarahBJJ.com, but I'm not going to. Why not? Because I, I just want to give a shout out to my buddy, George Scarpus from uh, Realty Connect USA. That guy, my, Realty? Yeah. Realty Connect USA. What a good guy, man. He helped me out with my house. And my, my fucking lawyer, who's also one of my purple belts, Wild Bill Monaco. And I mean, and my cousin, and my, and my fucking cousin, my brother-in-law, Ryan Crosby from State Farm. These guys did a solid for me. And I just give him a shout. You know what's gonna happen tomorrow? They're gonna go. Oh, I listen. Yeah, you mentioned my name on the thing. Listen to me, Jimmy. Jimmy, I'm sorry about the other day. You don't have to be. I'm okay with it. Are, are we? Are we good? We always. I almost. I thought we were gonna get into our first fight. Why? I wasn't mad at you. All right, good. I wasn't. Even, was I remotely mad? mad? No, not I wasn't even a little mad. I know, Jimmy. I just. I thought it was we're, funny because we're new friends. We're past acquaintances now. We're friends. I gotta fight with you for that. This, I'm sure I'm this one. Thanks, Jimmy. You know, you can yell, Jimmy. Jimmy, I might be alpha, but you could yell at me. I would never get. I would never go. Oh yeah, you want to fight? I oh, would just say, Oh man, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I wouldn't yell at you. There's no reason to. We get along so good, Jimmy. We do. Give me, give me a pound. Ow. Sorry. All right. Hey, I'll you like, see, I'm gonna ask him if he's gonna, if he's bested. I'm gonna start asking questions like that to all the fighters. I'm gonna use one shitty ex old man expression. Have fun in Australia, buddy. I'm going to fucking miss you. Hope I see you before then for one. Maybe we could do one before then. We're going to keep everybody in suspense. Uh, maybe. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye, Jimmy. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice.